Okay, good morning, everybody. Today, Bezat Hashem, we're beginning the fifth paragraph of Mesechus Yivamos on Daf Nun Amad Aleph. Andrew's still excited, got a skip in his step all day. Barry said something savage yesterday. He says, is this, is this the first time we ever finished the Daf? All right, Barry. Well, back to reality today, because this parak is short but intense. Five blot of what happened. The rabbi went on vacation. We're back to Yavamos. Gin and Yavamos. So, as sometimes happens, the rabbi deserves a break. It's post-Pesach. He has Bein Azmanim. He goes away on vacation. And that's when tragedy struck. A man died childless, leaving multiple widows. Okay? And a family that's not so affiliated with the shul. And they vaguely are aware of the concept of Yibum, Chalitza, which is Doraisa. But they're also vaguely aware of the rabbinic uh, idea of Maimar, okay, which is like a Kiddushin, right, Darabanan. The Chazal didn't want you to just take uh, a, a Yavam, to just take a woman uh, into the house and start living together. So they said, you know, do kind of like a wedding, kind of like a Kiddushin. Perform Maimar, we've already discussed that. Uh, right, so bring bring her to Teres Alka and get Nasi Gross and Jeffrey Ratches and make a wedding. Uh, and we also know uh, this is not really a Chazal idea. Uh, this is a Doris idea, but it doesn't really apply to Yavama. The concept of Gittin as well applies. So where this gets a little bit, it does, so what we're going to try to do today is sort out. We're going to spend almost the entire time, if not the entire time, on the Mishnah in the, the, that starts off, that kicks off this short parak. And the Mishnah goes through basically cases where instead of just doing Yibum or Chalitza, which are the two main choices, one of the brothers or, the, uh, or, or both of the brothers, that's the other wrinkle of complication, perform uh, uh, Maimar and then, or give a get prematurely. In other words... Things get unwieldy, and where Yibum and Chalitza was supposed to be performed, somebody prematurely, one of the Yavamim, right, one of the surviving brothers, either gives a get because he doesn't realize that he's supposed to do uh, Maimar and then uh, and then Yibum, or he right does Chalitza, and all of the permutations of the order of what would happen if he did one or the other by breaking it down and taking it slow, we should be able to understand some of the right fundamentals therein. Now, I want to just um, point out, right, that th- what ends up happening, I'll give a little bit of background, is a couple of very important things. Number one, we know that when mimer is performed, and this is really where it gets exciting, we'll take it slow and simple. If a brother did Yibum, or even if you did Maimer and Yibum, because as the Mishnah will show you, this is what you're supposed to do, right? The, you're supposed to do, I either do Maimer and Yibum or Chalitza. So, easy case, no puppets required. Uh, the man who died, let's say, had left two wives. We'll leave it with just two wives. Okay. And he has two brothers. So it's easy. Okay. So two wives that he left, and he has two brothers. So we'll do Shimon and Levi and Rachel and Leah. And we don't need the puppets because the, the order is not important, as we will see. The order doesn't matter, and who did what to who doesn't matter. So you, all you have to focus on is not the people, but just the concept. What was done? What was the procedure? That's all that matters. That the Mishnah actually, will, uh, the Gemara will explicitly say. 
So if he did, let's say, if one of the brothers, right, Shimon, performed chalitza, so then once Shimon performs chalitza, he is usher, according to the psukim, to the krovim of the woman to which he did chalitza, too, right? It's as if she is his garusha, right? When you do, when a, when a man, when a yavam performs chalitza, it's as if he has a wife that he, right, divorced, that he gave a get to, and so, in so doing, he's usher lekrovoseha. However, Levi, who did not perform chalitza, so he'll be usher to the yavama, right? But he won't be usher lekrovoseha, right? In other words, that is one more step removed. So where this becomes interesting, and we need to explain this before we even go into the first case. So what I just explained is the case of chalitza, right? So again, in the case of chalitza, the person who did the chalitza is also lekrovoseha, but the person who did not, the other brother, is not also lekrovoseha. Similarly, right, if one did yibum, right, so you're only supposed to do yibum once, right? You build one house. You don't build two houses. So once you do yibum, right, the other brothers are not supposed to do yibum again, right? The other brothers aren't supposed to be miyabim. Let's say, again, Reuven died leaving Rachel and Leah. So once Shimon, let's say, performs yibum on Leah, so then Levi is not allowed to Rachel, right? He's not, he can't perform yibum on Rachel. You only do yibum once. Okay, so with that, we can start the Mishnah. But why did I bring it up? Because procedurally, we have to ask, Okay, of course, what I just explained is the usual case where the rabbi was in town and either Yibum or Chalitza was performed. But what if, instead of Yibum or Chalitza, uh, Shimon didn't know what to do and right away he gave Rachel a get, right? He gave the Yavama a get. Okay, one of the brothers, one of the, the Yavam gave the, the, the Yavama a get. So now, Yibum wasn't performed and Chalitza wasn't performed. And so the question is, are the, is the other brother also Lekrovoseha? Which is to say, was something actually accomplished? Did something happen with this get? Because again, if you were to say that the get has the derisive full effect of Chalitza, so then if it had the effect of Chalitza, so then the brother who performed the get, who gave the get, would be also Lekrovoseha, right? But the other brother would not. Right, but but if he didn't perform chalitza, if he didn't do anything, so then both of them would still have a zika to the the original yavama because it's as if he did nothing, and until right he does something, until either chalitza or yavama is performed, all the brothers have a zika. So the sequence matters, and what what the procedure that happened with the sequence matters, and so we're going to try to be the rabbi of the shul. Now you see why they get you know, all the cover that they deserve because we're going to try to see in the Mishnah every possible sequence. And if we take it slow, we'll be able to do it uh, to, to see what the effect, essentially, what we're, what we're trying to get at is what will be the effect of Mimer and Get um, in, that's done prematurely in the scenario where you have to do Yivim or Chalitza. Um, just give you one example of the sequence before we start is, so for example, you're supposed to do Yivim but you did Mimer, and then Yibum, which is actually ideal, right? But what would happen if, if one of the brothers did perform Mimer, and then before he did Yibum, he decided, right, um, he changed his mind. He decided to give her a get, okay? 
Oh no. So 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 what happens? Would she still require chalitza in order to dissolve? Did, did the get accomplish anything? Would she still require chalitza? Right? The, what, what did the get accomplish? So this is the topic of the fifth parak in Yevamos. And without further ado, let's see how the Mishnah handles all of these scenarios. Ready? So we have a machlokas between Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbanan. Rabbi Gamliel Omer. Parak Rabbi Gamliel Omer. The following case. Okay. Rabbi Gamliel Omer. Ein get achar get. What does ain't get achar get mean? Well, Rashi spells it out. The first Rashi, it just explains to us why we have the cases in the order that we have it, but we'll, we'll just we'll, uh, leave that for now. So what does the first Rashi say? Ain't get achar get. Again, two women, right? The man dies and two yavamos. Ladam echad, I'm reading inside the Rashi. Me'ach echad, right? So let's say in this case it's only... Rubain dies and there's only Shimon left and Rachel and Leah are the Yavamas. Okay. But Natan get lazu get lazu. That's what ain get achar get means, according to Rashi. That would be the, the case. What does ain get mean? The second get is not valid. That's what Rashi is saying. Ain osur bekrovos shnia. So again, had he given chalitza, right? When you give, chal, when, when Shimon does chalitza to one of the women, he's osur lekrovosea. What if he does so, and once he does chalitza, so you can only do chalitza to one woman, right? The question is, what if he gives a get to both women, he, he, right? He doesn't know what to do. He, he never went to shul. And so when his brother, Khalila, dies, with leaving these two yavamos, he just gives both of them a get. That's the only thing he knows what to do. So Rashi explains, I'll say it outside, that there's actually a, right, Mimanavshach uh, here, right? So that's what ain't get achar get means. It means that when he gives, when Shimon gives, let's say he gives first the get to Leah and then the get to Rachel. When he gives the get to Rachel, that get is as if nothing happened. Why is that get as if nothing happened? Because if he, if the get works to sever the relationship, so then Chalitza was already performed, and then the, and then he has absolved his zika. And the second get isn't necessary, right? So he, so he would not be also to the Krovim of the second woman because he absolved himself. And if a get doesn't achieve anything, right? So then he still has a zika to, to, uh, to both of them and he, the second get wouldn't achieve anything anyway. So that, that again, either way to the second woman, he would not be also to the Krovim by virtue of the lav of being also to the Krovim of a chalutza. Right, so here we see sort of the half uh, send effect that a get has. So again, whereas chalitza would have the full effect to being chalitz the first woman, and then making uh, shimon usher to the krovim of the first woman, right, but not the second woman. When he gives a get, it certainly would not. He would have no right. He would not be usher to the to the krovim of the second woman because there's no get after get. Right? Again, Miman of Shach. Right? Either the get works or it doesn't work and we don't know. It's a state of suffix. So the second woman is not considered Grushaso. Now, the, right, the uh, catch is that the first woman, Leah, is considered Grushaso. That's the catch. You see, Barry? In other words, Shimon gave a get instead of doing Chalitza. Had he done Chalitza 
then the first woman, then that's what he was supposed to do. That would have worked. And the first woman would be considered like Rushaso, and the second woman would be okay. But here, he gave a get. And the Chiddush is that the first woman, he is also the Korvosea, because it's a total suffix in both directions. He's also to the Korvosea of the first woman, but the second woman, he's not also to at all, even though all he did was give a get. In other words, he wouldn't be also to the Korvosea if he had given Chalitza, but here, even though he gave a get, and he didn't totally sever the Zika to the first woman, he's still also to the Korvosea of the second woman, because basically, you're machmir in both directions. You're machmir to say that the get might have worked as Chalitza, or the get might not have worked as Chalitza. That's get, achar get. Okay, that's the first one. And then the second case is Velo Maimer Achar Maimer. Believe it or not, after all this complication, that case is actually easy. So easy that Rashi doesn't even comment on it. Velo Maimer Achar Maimer, all that means is that, again, when Shimon is left with Rachel and Leah here as right the, 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 the widows of his deceased brother, and he performs, instead of giving both women a get, he gives both women Maimer. He basically has a wedding with both of them. Well, the first wedding might work, right, for, uh, to create a Zika for them or to strengthen the Zika that he has for both of them, but certainly the second wedding is meaningless, right? The, he has them consecutively. The second Maimar would be meaningless because he already had Maimar with the first woman. When I say it's meaningless, I mean to say that, that, that he would not have to give the second woman a get, right? He wouldn't have to do anything because it's as if he did nothing. He already established a relationship with the first Yavama. Okay. Velo be'ila achar be'ila. Okay. Lo be'ila achar be'ila is the case where he does actual yibum. Again, for Leah. And then he does yibum for Rachel. Wow. So, so that is, again, if he, what, what happened if he did yibum for the, for the second woman? Right? So, so that would be a case where the second uh, Bia is not considered obviously an act of, act of uh, Yibum because he already did Yibum with the first one and therefore all it is considered is a Bias Znus right? that's considered uh, Bias Znus and we will see right, what will happen uh, in that case but what will not happen in that case is an Isser to the rest of the Krovoseha and that really becomes as we mentioned in our uh, elaborate introduction, that becomes a litmus test. If you establish a connection in some way, whether it's a Yibum connection or a Chalitza connection, with the second woman, then you would be Asa to the Krovaseha. So, Barry, after overcomplicating it, if all I wanted to do, Andrew, was oversimplify it, um, when, what I would say was, what does it mean, Ain, right? This is not like Ain Bishal Achar Bishal, right? What are we trying to say by saying that he didn't accomplish anything? What we're trying to say is that he established no connection to the second woman. That if you, if you performed any one of these uh, ceremonies consecutively to the sec- first woman and then the second woman, the whole litmus test as to whether you accomplished anything with the second woman is whether you'd be also to the Korvoseha, right? Because an iser to her Korvim would mean that you actually established, you did something, right? So... Just to summarize, if you gave a get to the first woman and then the second woman, you're not going to be also to the Krovim of the second woman. If you did Mimer with the first woman and then Mimer with the second woman, you would not be also to the Krovim of the second woman. If you did Yibum to the first woman and then Yibum 
to the second woman. You would not be also to the korban of the second woman, which is actually chiddush, right? Because after all, you you literally you did yibum with her, right? There was a be'ilas znus with the second woman, but because it's a znus, it's it's just like as if something happened in the shuk. It's not anything that would affect an actual relationship because of the fact that the first woman already had yibum. And finally, lo chalitza acha chalitza. If you did chalitza for the first woman, that's what you're supposed to do. You absolved her now. Now the chalitza to the second woman, obviously. Uh, this one, um, I was wrong before. I apologize. When I said lo maimar acha maimar, that does have a Rashi. This, this is the easiest case. Lo chalitza acha chalitza. That's one without a Rashi. Because again, you did chalitza to the first woman, so now everyone is absolved. The chalitza to the second woman is completely... It is completely irrelevant, like a, right? It's as if you did nothing. All you did was spit in a shoe, right? Um, right. Um, what Rashi pointed out by lo maimer achar was what I had said outside, which is that again, if you did maimer on the first one and then maimer on the second one, the second one would not require a get, right? That's that's that did that Rashi did feel necessary to tell you, but all we did now was basically explain the shitas of Rabbi Gamliel. What Rabbi Gamliel says, in a nutshell, is that if you did, and again, there's only a possibility of four things, so now that we explained everything uh, over thoroughly, we can go back to, to basics and say like this, if you did any one of the following four things, get, maimer, yibum, or chalitza, and again, the first Rashi explains why it says it in that order, it says that the abundance is first, but if you did any one of those four things, then when you do that same procedure, uh, which is the, how, how we start, on the second woman, it's as if you did essentially nothing, and you are not usher to her krovim, you would not need a get from that, from, from that union, it's as if you did nothing the second time. That's all we're learning from Rabbi Gamliel. But now we contrast with Chachamim Omrim, yesh get achar get, yesh mamar achar maimar. Wow. What's going on here? So Rashi explains that akati ika palgazika. What Rashi is saying here is that when you perform a get, this shitas chachamim is complicated, a little bit more complicated because when you perform the get on the first woman, right? We don't say mimanafshach. We don't say that it's a suffix. I mean, whether you perform right, the the way the the Rabbi Gamliel works is that. Well, either the get works completely or it doesn't work at all. Either way, the get to the second woman becomes irrelevant. Well, Chachamim say, no, we have to treat it a little bit differently. We treat it like a half send. It's not like either or, it's a palga, palgazika. What you've now done is you've created a half a get, like a half a chalitza with your get. Well, once you completed a half a chalitza, there's still a little bit, as Rashi says in the third middle-sized line, the Abayi Chalitza, right? That you're still going to need Chalitza, and therefore, Hilcha Chahani Basra Vahavi Grushaso, the Asr which is to say that even, that if Shimon gave a get to, right, first Leah, and then he gave a get to Rachel, whereas Rabbi Gimliel says the get to Rachel is totally irrelevant, as if he did nothing, Chachamim hold, even the second woman, he's now also the Krovo Seha. That even in the case of the second woman, because he did sort of like a half procedure with the first woman, there is still enough of a Zika that the half, same half procedure is now considered to have been performed with the second woman 
and he would need, and he would be also lekorvaseha. And similarly, Chachamim continues to say, maimar, right? Because it's exactly right a half, uh, a half kiddushin, and therefore, when you do sort of like a half kiddushin on a yavama, it, it, there's still enough of a zika that you're doing a half kiddushin on the second yavama. Avalo achar klum, right? Which is another way of saying if you do in this context the darabanan thing. Which is gitten or chalitza to yava, uh, gitten or, let's get it right, the terms are important here. If you do, right, the, yeah, the, the Rabbanon thing, which is, you're faced with the Yabama, and instead of doing yibum or chalitza, you do gitten or maimer. If you do the, the Rabbanon thing, all you've done is created a half palgazika, and the palgazika doesn't get rid of a zika, and it, but it doesn't, right, and, and, and therefore, it doesn't get rid of the zika of the second of the second wife, and so if you were to go ahead and repeat it again, you would uh, create an iser again with the second woman, Lekrevoseha. However, if you did what you're supposed to do, which is either Yibum or Chalitza, so then if you, even if you went ahead and for some inexplicable reason gave the, woman, the second woman a get or a mimer afterwards, it would, then it would be as if you did nothing, right? Uh, that... Uh, Rabban Gamliel and uh, the Chachamim agree with. In other words, this, the, the, sec, the second half, the third and fourth cases of Rabban Gamliel, the Chachamim would have to agree with. <laughs> now, once you did, right, Yibum and Chalitza, so then the sec, then you've actually done what you're supposed to do, and, this, and the action with the second woman doesn't count at all. But again, the Machlokas would be in the first case where you did Mimer or Get first, does that, does the second time that you do Mimer or Getting does that count at all? The Barbing Gamliel says no, and the Chalim says yes, because the first time you did a half situation. And now, what the Mishnah does is take you through the cases. So here we go, Ketzad. How are we going to go, right? How are we going to rule in the following cases? The rabbi is away. Andrew is sitting in the base matter. She's the only one they see. They show up at three in the morning and they see him, and they say, Andrew, how do you pass in here? Okay, let's make it simple. No puppets required. A single Yavam and a single Yavam as follows. So, also Maimar, be Vimto, right? Yavama falls to Shimon, and he does Maimar, and then Natan Laget. So, you see, the Mishnah helps us out by breaking it down. There's no extra people, no second woman, just one Yavama and one Yavam. And the remaining Yavam first does Maimar, and then he gives her a get. So, says the Mishnah, She needs Chalitza from him. Why? Because... What, what, what did he do? You're supposed to do Maimar, and then you're supposed to do Yibum. That's what you're supposed to do. But instead of doing Yibum, after he did Maimar, he, he thought that no matter what, you're supposed to do Maimar. And then, and then he said, you know what, now that I did Maimar and I married her, I want to divorce her. And he thought that that was better than doing Chalitza, for whatever reason, because he knew the Chazal instituted Maimar. So he thought, oh, okay, so I'll do Maimar, and then I'll do Gittin, and that'll be the best. Says the Mishnah, no. She's still going to require Chalitza, Right, because you can't, the mimer doesn't affect, right, an exact, the mimer doesn't affect an actual yibum. It doesn't absolve him from anything. So the zika is still there. And the get is not powerful enough. See, so one of the things about this that could be confusing is the get is really the rice in a regular divorce, right? But this is not in a regular marriage, right? In a regular kiddushin, the get dissolves. But what makes this case fascinating is that there's a zika that's established in the case of a yavam 
that's stronger than, that, than what a get can simply accomplish, right? The Torah could have said, Barry, a woman falls to you, it's as if she married to you. So give her a get, right? You could see why somebody would think that, right? You could see why a person who's, who's just kind of like a balabas, so to speak, would think that just the get would work. The answer is it does not, because the zika of Yavama is stronger than that. A get in its own wouldn't help. And so you'll say, okay, maybe if I did Mimer, that's like I did Kedushin, and, and now a get would help? No. The answer is you would still require Chalitza. That when you, if you double down on the Mimer, it's, and, and that's funny because uh, we did talk about earlier, not to confuse it, we said once you did Mimer, maybe there is a possibility. Not everybody holds this, by the way. Some hold that if you did Mimer, then it is like the Zika disappears, and now she's like your regular wife, and the get would work. But anyways, in Arshita and the Mishnah here, what we're trying to highlight is that there is a Zika with the Yavama that's stronger than just a Zika to, that you get from regular Kiddushin, and therefore, by performing Mimer, uh, even if you do perform Mimer, it's neither here nor there, because with respect to absolving that connection, a get in its own would not work, and you would still need Chalitza. That's what the Mishnah is saying. Fine. Then, Okay, so let's say you did do chalitza. So what did you do? Again, same guy, just one Yavama, just one brother. He does Maimer first, and then he does chalitza. So, get. She's still going to require a get, because as Rashi explains, now there's two things going on. And this is really the shita of our Mishnah. Shita of our Mishnah is that there's two things going on. There's the connection that the Yavam has to the Yavama, from, that comes from the fact that she's a Zirvama, and that connection can only be severed through Chalitza. And then there's a separate connection that he can establish if he were to do so, of like a condition if he were to do Mimer. So that if a Yavama falls to you and you also do Mimer, so then you need, in order to sever that relationship, both a Get and Chalitza. Okay? Fine. Also Mimer Ubal, the easiest case. Let's say he did Mimer, and then he did a Yibum, right? That's actually what you're supposed to do. So then she's his actual wife. And that actually works. That's the case he's supposed to do. Fine. So now, let's go back to where the Yavim, not, he did not do, so again, the Rashi explains why we do these cases uh, in this order. But now we're going to talk about not when he jumped the gun and did Mimer. Uh, so if you jumped the gun and did Mimer and then he did Yibum, that's the best. If you jumped the gun and did Mimer and then he, did, and then he gave her a get, so that's not enough, you're going to need chalitza. What if he jumped the gun, and for whatever reason, he was not aware of chalitza, and he says, you know what, I've heard once that the way you sever a relationship with someone, I know that I'm supposed to, that I'm connected to this woman, so I'll sever that relationship, never heard of chalitza, he gives a get first. So it says in the Mishnah, not on get for us maimar. So let's say he gives the get right away, and then he says, oh, and I also heard there's a maimar. So this is a real boneheaded thing to do. Why would you give a get, and then change your mind, and then do maimar? So did you accomplish anything? Says the Mishnah, Tzricha get vechalitza. Right? Again, this is only where there's one brother remaining and one Yavama. So we're not yet complicated with multiples. So she's going to need get and chalitza. Why? Well, because he gave a get right away to the woman, but that first get is nothing. Because giving a get to Yavama, as we've already said, potentially accomplishes nothing. But it does accomplish something because it taints the relationship at this point, and you shouldn't do yibum with the second woman uh, because that is a biapsula, as we will see. So again, in other words, she need, so the easiest way to say it is, nasan get, but also maimer, 
is basically now the get didn't really accomplish anything, but the Maimar now, so the get didn't accomplish anything, so he still has the relationship of the Yibum. And so that's the easiest way to, um, to, to illustrate what our mission is saying, that when you have the Yivama, so you have that connection, and if you do Maimar, you could build a connection on top of it where you would require a get. So the fact that he did the get first is meaningless. It didn't get rid of his, the Zika del Raisa, and therefore he would still need Chalitza from his Yavama. But the fact that he did Maimar now adds the added wrinkle, which requires him to, on top of the Chalitza, also give a get. Okay. How about Nasan get v'chalatz? So you'd say, okay, the get didn't really do much, but he did Chalitza. So you would think at that point that if you, oh no, I, I skipped it. I skipped nothing get ubal. Okay, so what if he gave, okay, so nothing get vasa is the first case. So that one is actually pretty easy because we've already said that she's a yavama to him and also he did maimer, so he's going to have to do chalitza and he's going to have to give her get. What about nothing get ubal? Okay, here he gave, he did, I think this is the most boneheaded thing you could do. You give a get and then you do yibum. Oh boy. So now what are you going to do? So now, again, same din. Tzricha get, Vechalitza, right? And this is where I was saying before that when you do a get and, and you, you're, you're, um, miyabim her, so then the chiddush here is that you would need a get. Now, first of all, chalitza, why would chalitza work? Well, that's what I was, uh, saying before. The reason chalitza would work here is because the get tainted the yibum. Now, by virtue of giving the get, if he had just done be'ila, so then mida or that yibum would work, right? But here, the fact that he gave a get first ruined the yibum. It made that yibum a be'apsula. Because by giving a get, he actually did something, right? He accomplished something. It's hard to explain, right, what he did. He basically didn't break the zika but he tainted the Zika in such a way that doing Yibum now doesn't work. That's the part that's the most, right? That's the part that is, um, in certain way, the most confusing. It's the biggest Chiddush because we do see that the Get accomplished something. It ruined something here such that even the Bia becomes a Bia Psula and therefore the Zika doesn't get broken. Once, but that part is easy. In other words, what the halacha would be is easy because if you see that the zika isn't broken, so then you, you know that you need a chalitza. Well, the other chiddush is, why do you need another get? Right? Because now you did the be'ila. So now that you did be'ila, he's going to need another get also. So you need a chalitza and getting. That's a wild case that he gives a get and then does the yibum. Okay, what about nasan get the chalatz? So if you just done chalitza, that would be easy. But here... Uh, he, you would say the following, that in the case of where he's Baal, so then giving the get really ruins things. But what about in the case where he does chalitza? So there, it's not so problematic. As the Mishnah says, ein acha chalitza klum. And so Rashi will say in the first wide line here, the afagav de chalitza psulahi, right? So in the case of Bia, we said that if you gave a get prematurely and then did Bia, you ruined the Yibum. But in chalitza, it's harder to ruin the chalitza because all you're doing is severing your relationship with her with a get and then severing your relationship with her again. 
So that's what Rashi says. Vafgab the chalitza psulahi, but the chalitza is no good really. The yavaboy liyvume lomatzi. How do we know that the chalitza is no good? Because in the case where you can't do yibum, you're not supposed to be able to do chalitza. And we already said that yibum wouldn't work after get. Right? But still, the second chalitza would work. Why? Now, once you've done the chalitza, it severs completely. And Rashi has to point out, Wow. A big, big right wrinkle here. The Gemara is going to explain, says Rashi, that our Mishnah is only going to work with Rabbi Akiva. As you might recall, we said already that Rabbi Akiva holds that Kiddushin are not tofes b'chayve lavin. Aha. Kiddushin are not tofes b'chayve lavin. And what do you have here after chalitza? You have a chiyuv lav of doing chalitza again. In, if you hold like Rabbi Akiva to say that now Kiddushin isn't tofes and it's as if she's like an erver to you, so to speak, in the sense that there's no shaykhas at all, so then the chalitza, according to Rabbi Akiva, would work. That's what you have to look forward to, the Gemara explaining. Now, be that as it may, um, a simple way of explaining this case is as we've already done, that if you jump the gun, right, so the first case is now seem easy, right? If you jump the gun and you did mimer, right, that's easier to understand. If you jump the gun and did get, you've really confused things. Because now, if, if you do yibum, the yibum is ruined. If you do chalitza, so then we're going to say, chalitza klum, that actually is going to, uh, that chalitza is actually going to work. Okay. What about, so that's, so now we did, you, you jumped the gun and you did get, and you did mimer, you jumped the gun and you did get. What if you jumped the gun and did chalitza? Now the cases are going to get easier. Chalatz. Okay, so he did chalitza, but he still was a knucklehead. Because after he did chalitza, asr mimer, or natan get, or baal, that's what it means. When it says, asr mimer, natan get, ubal, is, <laughs> right, this, this, uh, this character is doing everything. It's just like the order matters. So if he did chalitza first, right, then if he afterwards did mimer, or he gave her a get, or he even did be'ila, uh, which we'll talk about, or ba'al ve'asa mimer, nasan get, ve'chalatz, ein acha chalitza klum. As long as he did the chalitza somewhere in there, the chalitza is much harder to taint than the be'ila. And that actually makes sense, Right? In other words, a bia, if you've already demonstrated that you did chalitza, is going to be a bia's nus, right? But a chalitza is always a chalitza. So this shita uh, in the Mishnah says, right, that if you did, right, chalitza at any point, so again, whether the order is chalitza first, and then maimer, and then get, and then baal, or even if the order is first he did baal, right? Imamish did baal, and then, us, and then he did maimer, and then he gave her a get, and then he did chalitza, ein achar chalitza klum, that's the last Rashi on Nun Amad Aleph. It's talking about, the, uh, says Rashi, Arei Kai. and as we explained before, Ba'alishna de Sefa Dektani, O Baal, Vasam Maimar, Nasan Get, Bechalatz, Havashayach Lemisni, ein achar bia klum, Vigamar Kabayle. So what Rashi sorts out is that when he says Reisha Sefa, he means the following. Reisha, what he means is the first case, which is when he did chalitza first. So when the Mishnah says, Rashi is orienting you. He says, it's really only if you did Chalitza first that it doesn't matter what you did afterwards. We're going to talk about what happens if you did Bia first. And that makes sense, right? Because if you did Bia first, then she's no, then you actually performed Yibum. So what are you going to do? You can't do Chalitza after Yibum. You already performed Yibum. 
So we'll see. But if you did chalitza first, ain't achar chalitza klum. And as Rashi explains, uh, we're going to explain also that ain't achar be'ila klum either, which is another way of saying, Andrew, uh, the way to simplify this section in the Mishnah is to say, if you did a proper yibum or a proper chalitza, then any of these shenanigans of maimer and get that you do afterwards isn't really going to do anything because you've already did what you were supposed to do and that has already happened. So uh, anything you do afterwards is going to be null and void. But the Mishnah did confuse us by uh, giving that statement of Einach HaChalitza Klum, right, uh, after saying um, O Baal. But we'll see. The, The Mishnah will sort this out by now giving the case as follows. So says the Mishnah. How, what, what is going to be uh, the case as we turn to Nunam Beis? It says, Achas Yavama Achas Liyavam Echad. Just to finish off, to explain that you just thought that we were learning Yavamas, but it just got so easy because we only had one Yavam and one Yavama. But you should just know that this would even be applicable if you had one Yavam, one Yavama, as is the case in the Mishnah, or Achas Yavamas Liyavam Echad. Or even if you had two Yavamas, uh, with one Yavam, and he did write Yibum to one and Chalitza to the other. And this is what I said before, we'll say it outside again, which is to say, it doesn't matter which of the brothers does it, which of the procedures to any of the remaining Yavamas. All that matters is the procedure and the order of the procedures. Because at the end of the day, um, until somebody does something, all the brothers have a Zika to all the Yavamas, right? And then once one brother does something, if he does like a half job, and does it get? So then, as we've said, the rest of the brothers and the rest of the Yavamas might still be on the hook. Everybody's like on standby. So it really matters only the order of the procedures. It doesn't really matter which brother performed what on which sister, uh, all things being equal. Ketzad, how so? As following. So let's say, also Maimer Bazoo, Maimer Bazoo. So, right, so the first case was when one guy did Maimer. So, so let's say if one uh, Yavam here performed Maimer um, with one woman. And then, let's say it's just one, one dude, Shimon, he does Maimer on, on uh, Leah, and then Maimer on Rachel. So this is an application of what we said before, that both women would require Get and Chalitza. Now Rashi is quick to point out that this is like the Rabbanon. This is not like Rabban Gamliel. Remember, this parak is called Rabban Gamliel. But Rabban Gamliel says, ain't Get, Achar Get, right? The ain't Maimer, Achar Maimer. So he's going to say that the second one is totally irrelevant, right? So going with the sheet of the Rabbanon, however, right? And that's what you're going to go with over here. If you're Rabbi Rose and, and you come back from vacation, you see that this mess has taken place. And now a brother has performed mimer with the two surviving Yavamas. And he's going to have to ask to uh, get in for both of them, chalitza for both of them. And again, because he had, this brother had a zika to both of them, and therefore that zika would require chalitza. By doing maimer on both of them, he's put himself in a situation where they're both going to need to get, but they're, and now he has uh, a relationship with both of them that needs to be severed in both cases out of a suffix, essentially, or really out of the fact that he did a palga zika, as Rashi explained. He's now going to need to give both of them a get and to perform chalitza with both of them in order to get rid of the half Zika that he has with both of these women. What if he did Maimer to Leah, Maimer Bezuva get Lezuva, Maimer with Leah and the get to Rachel, right? Tzricha get Bechalitza. So she requires who? So, so Rashi explains the get to the second woman in this case, right? He did Maimer with the first one and a get to the second one. 
So normally, if he did Maimer to the first woman and then it was Meyabim her, that would be great, right? Because that's what you're supposed to do, as the mission said, right? So again, if he gave, did Maimer to the first woman and did Yibim to the first woman, that would be great. But here, he did a knucklehead move. He did Maimer to the first woman and then gave a get to the second woman. Uh-oh. So now that get to the second woman ruins the Maimer of the first. He can't do Yibim for the first woman now because he gave a get to the second woman, creating a half of a, of a Zika with the second woman. And now with the half of Zika to the second woman, he's, he's now usher to do Yibum, perform Yibum on the first woman they did Naimer on. And therefore, again, he's going to give, have to give Get and Chalitza um, in order to get out of the relationship that he now established. Okay. What if he did Maimer Bazu Baladzu? I mean, this is what the rabbis have to deal with. Can you imagine? Rachel and Leah fall to Shimon. He does Maimer on Leah and then does Bia with Rachel. I mean, what a knucklehead. So what, so what are you going to do now? So again, right? Now the truth is that, as Rashi explains, you're going to have to do Chalitza to only one of them. That's what it means, Shnei Gitin Bechalitza. You did Maimer and then you're both the second one. So then you're going to have to obviously give both of them a get and then you're going to do Chalitza. As well, because again, you establish a half a connection with the Maimar, and now, by being both the other one, now you have a connection to both, so you have to sever your relationship with both of them uh, by Chalitza, and on top of it, give a get to both of them. How about Maimar Bezu Vechalitz Lezu? So he gave one Maimar, and he did the other one Chalitza, so the Harishon Atzricha Get. Right? So the first woman that he did Maimar on is going to require Get, right? And then, Right, and that's going to be actually, um, as Rashi says, Bailas Maimar Harishona. So the Maimar, she's going to need to get, right, the Maimar. The Chalitza, the Idach Lomifka Lemaimaro. In other words, the Chiddush is that the second Chalitza didn't get rid of the Maimar, but the second woman that he did Chalitza on, that actually works. So all that's left to do is to get rid of that original Maimar that he did with Leah. And how do you get rid of Maimar? That you could do in that particular case with by giving her. A, a get. The question is, why wouldn't she require a chalitza also? So we're, we're, going, we're going to see. So now, let's go back. Um, so, so that's where he did mimer first. And now go back to the case where he jumped the gun and give get to the first woman. So again, we're just uh, taking the case where he did it with, with the, all of everything with one yavama, and now we're just applying the same thing before he does it to two yavamas. So again, Rachel and Leah fall to him, and he gives get lazu to get lazu. He thinks he's doing the best thing. He's giving both of them a get, and now he's absolved his uh, zika to them. Yeah, except for the fact that he never heard of chalitza, and now Rashi explains he needs chalitza to get out of the chiv, right? But as Rashi points out, both will still be also the korvaseah because what he did was had he done chalitza, so then he wouldn't be also to the korvim of the second woman. But because he gave both of them a get, he basically did a palgazika to both of them, and now he's going to be also to the korbim of both. And then all you need to do now is to do chalitza to, to pater's obligation of yibum, but the iser is going to still be extant to both of these women. How about got, get lazu, baal lazu? So again, in the case, this is a case where he jumps the gun and he does a get, but a knucklehead move, he gives a get to the first one, and then he's miyab. I mean, he really thinks he's doing, uh, that he's doing the right thing. He thinks he's connected to both women, and so he does, he's not going to, do Yibam on both, except for he gave a get to the first one. 
So the problem is, by giving the get, as we already explained in the case of one woman, it's the same halacha. He, by giving the get to the first woman, he actually ruined the effectiveness of the yibum of the second woman. And therefore, it says the Mishnah Tzricha get v'chalitza, as Rashi explains. Because, again, by giving get to the first woman, he created the yibum of the second woman, he created what's called a biapsula with the second woman. And by so doing, he now needs get v'chalitza for both. He needs to get out of that relationship because he ruined the yibum of the second woman by giving a get to the first woman. And again, this is the same as if it was with one woman or both, and that's what the Mishnah is illustrating, that if you do both women, uh, it's the same halacha, really. Um, uh, furthermore, get lezu maimer bezu, right? So one of them, he says, I'll marry you, I'll divorce you, so I'll give you a get and I'll do maimer. Tzricha get v'chalitza, right? She's still going to require a get v'chalitza, and it would be the same, right? It's, it, it's, like the, it's just like the halacha before, that the woman you did what maimer on gets a get, and performing chalitza, and that's the chiddush, that performing chalitza on either one, as we said before, will get rid of the zika. So again, he has to, it's as if there's one woman, essentially, and that's what we're trying to say. It's all the sequence of procedures that matters. So if you gave a get to one, and give maimer to the other, it would be as if you give get to the woman, and then did maimer after giving the get, which is to say, you've now established two things. You have not gotten rid of the zika that the yibum provides, and that, so you have to do chalitza, and you also have uh, established a need for a get by doing the mimer, and therefore you need to give a get and perform chalitza, okay? And, and so in the chiddush is that it's as if it was one woman. In fact, so much so that you only have to do chalitza to one of the two women, and, and that's how you get rid of the git of the, of the zika. A get lezu v'chalitz lezu, you did get for one and a chalitza v'dana, ein achar chalitza klum. That it, once you gave a get, and this is again the same exact as if there's only one woman, if you gave a get to one of the Yavamas, to Leah, and then did chalitza on Rachel, then acha chalitza, because the get, right, ruins the bia, as we said. So get and, right, maimar, or get and bi'ila is not, is not going to be good. You're still going to need, um, another get and chalitza. But get and chalitza, the get doesn't ruin the chalitza, as Rashi says. Right, ain't a chalitza klum di yehadar mekadosh lo letzarasa lo tafsi ba kiddushin kid Rabbi Kiva, and Rashi emphasizes again this is only is going to work with Rabbi Kiva because it's only according to Rabbi Kiva that there would be no tefisas kiddushin. Right, once you, right, once you, uh, right, gave the the get in the beginning and did the chalitza, and therefore you've uh, severed the zika. Now uh, we just finally finish chalitz v'chalitz. Oh, chalitz v'asamaimer. Not and get obal. So once you did chalitza obal obal, this is again just a further application of the first case where it's just a woman but the two women obal ve'asamaimer. Not and get the chalitz. So if you started off by doing what you're supposed to do, which is either chalitza or bia, ein acha chalitza klum. Right? Rashi says chalitz obal ein ma'isa acharon klum. At the second right case, if the the whatever you do afterwards is not going to work. Which is to say, it doesn't matter if it's one Yavam and two Yavamos, two Yavamim and one woman. If you did this procedure, as we said before, all that matters is what procedure you did and what the sequence was. And as the Mishnah has already illustrated by really fleshing it out, right, it doesn't matter if you did it to one woman or to two women, either way it's going to work. And then just qualifying what it says before, Chalat Vasa Maimer. Not to get the ball, or ball of us and maimer. Not to get the chalitz. Ein achachalitza klum. Bein betchila, bein beinza, bein v'sof. 
So which is to say, once you did chalitza, it doesn't matter if you did maimer or get, all of that would be re- irrelevant afterwards. And what about be'ilah? If you led with be'ilah, then everything you did afterwards would be irrelevant because you did yibum. However, right? because unlike chalitza, be'ilah can't be in the middle. Because that's already too late, as Rashi explains. That's a bia psula, and then we'll just finish with Rabbi Nechemia Omer. Achas be'ilah v'achas chalitza bein betchila bein beemtza bein besof. Rabbi Nechemia argues, and he says ein acharei klum is applying to bia as well, because he holds that yibum works even if he does maimer right on the first one, even if he does it in the middle. So what Rabbi Nechemia holds is just like chalitza is ends everything, even if there was maimer and getting beforehand. Bia has the same nuclear effect of blowing up anything you did before or after and, and creating a Yibam de Arisa. So now you have the Gemara to look forward to tomorrow where we dive in and explain some of the reasonings behind these halachos.